Hi, I'm Mike, and you are listening to Real Things That Really Matter. Our heart in this show is to open up the floor to conversation about topics in the Bible and Christianity that may be hard to understand and to see them from different perspectives. I know that we don't always agree on some things, but we feel that we should be able to ask questions and listen to each other as we walk through this life following Jesus. So sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy as we venture into another conversation on real things that really matter. Hi, Matt. Hi, Mike. How are you doing today? I'm good, buddy. What should we talk about today? Well, I think we had been discussing how come we don't see the miracles that we saw back in the Old Testament or even in, you know, Peter's time as much as we seem to in the Bible. And so I think that's a good place to start. Okay, so just to be clear, why don't we see miracles today like there were in the Bible? Or do we see miracles? Okay, yeah, let's unpack this. I, I, I don't know that I've seen the Red Sea part here recently. You know, only one generation got to see that. Hmm. Maybe there was a reason for that. Hmm. <laughs> okay. What are your thoughts on this, Matt? Well, uh, I, th- I think there are miracles that happen. Um, but I would say maybe not the nature of the, the magnitude of the miracles that happen in the Old and New Testament, perhaps, because... Well, there, God had a specific purpose for those things happening and to show his glory. Uh, and, and in the Old Testament, like with the parting of the Red Sea and the plagues that came upon the Egyptians, all those happened kind of in a, in a group together. Yeah. So I, kind of I a would, big war. Right. And so God needed to, to deal out some big miracles right then for, to give Pharaoh a chance to... Um, see the light, so to speak. Yeah, in a way. And the, uh, and then when he didn't see it, he used his last miracle, the last one, to to destroy him. Say game over. Yeah, game over. Game over. But then there were still miracles, I, I believe, in the in the wilderness for 40 years, sure. Well, yeah, their, clo- was... their clothes never wore out. The, you know, the, uh, the manna from heaven and... The bronze serpent. Right. So there was... Water from the rock. Right. You know, and then you could go back to, say, Samson with superhuman strength. You don't see that happen nowadays. Not necessarily like that. Right. But if you take the, if you take the number of miracles that there actually happened in the Old Testament, and you put them on a timeline, it's not like they happened every day. Very true. The only ones that were really bunched up were the ones around Moses and the... And the the Jews that were escaping from Egypt. I mean, those were, those are the ones that were pretty much bunched. Well, yeah. But the rest of them were, you know, maybe hundreds or maybe even thousands of years apart. Yeah, I would say that. And also, I mean, I'm not going to, this is a horrible example, but the Bible's kind of like our media today. Everything's all jumped into one era. Right. And so you get the cliff notes of a big period of time. Correct. And so, yeah, we read about all these miracles and we see the power and, and this is the focus. And so since that's the focus and the glory and the, and the gospel of Jesus, yeah, that's what we're going to read about the most. 
Right, because they got published. But I think there's there's tons of miracles happen happening, you know, every day. I mean, I believe that people get healed every day through power of prayer. Um, now, are there people that just get healed by somebody walking past with their shadow following on them, like you know? Peter and Paul did? No, I don't think so. I, I haven't heard of that. I, one. I, I have not, but and I would be skeptical of that if someone, someone told me that. But I also know that there's people that we know that have been had, you know, a uh, severe case of cancer that just went away. It's gone now. Yeah, and the doctors can't explain it. And the, but we happen to know that there was a lot of people praying for that person. No. Yeah. So miracles do happen. But I'm not sure that they happen in the magnitude that they did in the Bible. In fact, I'm pretty certain they don't. And how would you qualify the comparison? Well, I would say, you know, 5,000 people or 10,000 people getting fed with, you know, two loaves of bread and a, and a fish. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty big. Yeah. The Red Sea getting parted. Which only happened once. Yes, that was big. The flood. Only the flood once. only happened once. That was more of a. That was disaster, I guess. But yeah, I'm not sure that would say you call that a miracle. Well, I guess it's a miracle, but I would say it was more like a punishment in a way, not necessarily a miracle. A restart. Yes. Hitting the reset button. Right. Now that someone built a boat and that it survived all of that, that's kind of a miracle, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the animals and the animals all congregated onto the vessel. Forty days. Yeah, that's, and, yeah. that's kind of a, that's kind of a miracle. Yeah, yeah that's, I, would, I think you'd have to categorize. I can as a say miracle. that. But I don't. How how do you differ the degrees of magnitude? I guess. What do you mean? Well, you, you know, like yeah, the Red Sea was a huge uh, event, but what about um, one person being healed of cancer? Is that the right. same degree or magnitude, or how would you compare that? Well, well, see, then the skeptic can come along and say, "Well, that was just happenstance or luck," in the in the in the degree of someone getting healed. You could, right? They could do that with most of Jesus's miracles, then too, right? Kind well, of. Well, I, I I don't know. I guess what, if you get up and walk, that's. But they tried to, right? Right. Even then. And there he said, you know, you look for signs and wonders and can't even see what's going on right now in front of you. I think a lot of the miraculous miracles that occurred in the Old and New Testament happened for a reason. And those were to show God's glory or to show um, that Jesus was for real, that he was actually the son of God. Yeah. Right, because proclaim the kingdom with right. power. Yeah, that he had actions to back up his words. Right. So I mean, he even if says he just, if he just said, "If I just came down and said I'm the son of God, and nothing, he, you know, he looked like some, he just did the same thing that everybody else did." They would say, "Well, what's the difference?" Right. Well, and that's when he says when they when they lower the par the paralyzed guy through the roof, and he says the first thing he says, "What's the first thing he says?" Your sins are forgiven. Right. He doesn't say you're healed. Yeah. They wanted Jesus to heal him, but he shows up <laughs> right. and he says, your sins are forgiven. Right. But he did that for a purpose, though, because the Pharisees and Sadducees were there. And they said, who are you? 
to forgive sins. Oh, and he's like, oh, would you rather I forgive his sins or, he, or let him walk? Well, then he says, so yeah. that you know the Son of Man has authority to forgive sin. Right. Get up and walk. Yeah. And so I think we focus maybe on the wrong thing a lot of times. Because if you focus on what he said there, what do you think that guy thought when he was told his sins are forgiven? I don't know. I never thought about that. I know how I felt when that load and that weight and that crushing guilt and shame was lifted off of my shoulders. I know what was my catalyst in going after Jesus. Well, did that, yeah, but then you're saying, did that guy come in there to get, to, to be healed or did he come in there to get his sins forgiven? Well, I'm or sure both? he came in to get healed, but Let's what was healed. more important to Jesus? Right. He's like, you know what? Let's take care of infinity first. Let's take care and of then the, we'll take care of this this world that you're in right now. The inside. Let's take care right. of what's on the yeah. inside. And totally that would be a Christ like thing to do. And so. then I'll give you your quality of life as well because I do care about that. But he's right. more interested in our, our Right. Our he's like, Let's take care of infinity first. Our yeah. Spiritual and yeah. our well being. And so, you know, sometimes I think we look for the physical over the spiritual. Oh, we totally do. And we don't count or credit the miracles that happen with the internal sometimes. Right. How can you help me right now in the place I'm at right now? This is what I want. Right. Instead of saying, how can you help me for eternity? And what did he tell Paul? Paul, the man that was the catalyst of the New Testament and all the churches, and he was healing people and proclaiming the gospel. And he said, I had a thorn in my flesh and I asked God to heal it three times. And God said, nope. My grace is sufficient. Yeah, my grace is sufficient. Paul knew where he was going, who he was, right. who Jesus was, his identity. He had a confidence that I wish I had. I mean, you, right. you read it, and he obviously isn't swayed by anything. No. But the physical wasn't touched there. It's true. So it's how do true. you deal with that? Right. Well, and these things might be academic once we're you know once no, I, we're with Jesus I don't think we'll yeah. care once we're yeah, there that's once we're the... with Jesus I mean you'll we'll understand all these things but right now they're hey, they seem they important. vex yeah. us they, yes, it, it's confusing it's a mystery it is confusing. And, I think, and that's that's part of it and we've said it before the mystery of of following Jesus the mystery of the kingdom of God is not something that we can completely fathom in our finite minds yeah, I agree. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. I'm misquoting that slightly. It's Hebrews 11.1. 1. Can you look that up? I don't see why not. But faith isn't something that is proven. If it's proven, then we go to science. Jesus said to Thomas, you know, you believe because you've seen me, but blessed more are those who believe who will not see. And I think that's a key part in this miracles. We've, we have faith that they happen. We have faith God will do these things, that he has done these things, and that he can do these things. But what happens when they don't happen? Yeah, and Hebrews 11.1 1 is now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. That's it. Right. Thank you. Right. But then there's, you know, might be some like, you know, I would believe in God if he just showed me a miracle or, you know, 
I would believe in him if I won the lottery. All right. Week. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of us say that. It's like I would I would believe in him then and I would do anything he wants then. Yeah. And just, I would I would know that he's real. Give me what I want. Just give me what I want. Like a bargaining. You chip. you do what I want first and then I'll do what you want. Yeah. And I think we're all like that. I can throw my Right, totally, I've totally done that. It's like, you know, I just need a sign, God. I just need a sign. But then as I was researching this topic today, I came across this pastor who said this. He goes, he's quoted Matthew 16, 4. And when Christ says to the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they're asking him the same thing. It's like, give us a sign, give us a sign. Yep. And he said, a wicked and adulterous generation looks for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Jesus then left them and went away. And what was, you know, that, what was the sign of Jonah? Yeah, that was the metaphor he was using for his raising from the dead after three days, because Jonah was in the whale for three days. And then. Yeah, I could see that for is, sure. Is, what did you, did you have something else in mind? Well, I was, you know, the, the signs that Jonah got. What, what was his purpose with Nineveh? I can definitely see the three days because it's symbolic of being in the grow in the tomb uh, and coming back to life for sure. Okay. But what if there's what if, what if there's more? The sign of Jonah. Jonah went to Nineveh to preach repentance, right? And that's all they had to hear. They heard the word of God and what Jonah had heard from God, and he preached the repentance, and and they all did, and God didn't destroy the city, right? And what was Jesus talking about? What was John preaching? What did Jesus preach? Right. Repent and be saved. Sure. Repent and be saved. Right. Infinity. He's always looking at infinity. The redemption story is God's plan. He always was, he had the plan from the very beginning from when we failed to bring us back into his presence, into his plan, into his, his glory. And we couldn't do it, but the sign, I'm, I'm wondering, we don't focus on the inward as much as we do the outward. Well, and then in the context that Christ was saying it at that time to that audience about that subject, I think he was saying, you know what? You're looking for a sign. I'm going to give you a sign, all right? When I'm when I'm in the tomb for three days and then I come out and everybody knows it. Yeah, that that, yeah. that was a pretty big sign. Too. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's your sign. Here's your sign. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so I think that's what he's telling them. And so I wonder what they thought about after he was raised from the dead and they knew that he was raised from the dead. Those uh, they panicked. They're like, this guy really had a lot of the ball. He knew what he was doing. We we don't know. We, this happened. We, we, we can't killed let this guy this. and he came yeah. back from the dead. It's like wow. Yeah. That must have freaked him out. I think, I don't know. I, you know, I have a, I have a passion and a heart that says we should, Jesus says this, we should be able to pray and speak healing power over people. We should have these miracles being performed as each individual follower of Jesus. Right. But really, I don't see that very often in my own life. Yeah, I've had some, some things happen and it's nothing like parting of the Red Sea, I've, I've been a part of people getting back uh, sense of smell. I've known people that have completely lost their sense of smell. This was way before COVID. 
and they and they lost it and they they wanted to to smell again and we prayed and all they could smell well that doesn't seem like a very big thing but to this person it was monumental in their life right um and then i've i've prayed for people and and nothing's happened it seems but they begin a journey with jesus and i you know i I have a passion that the faith that says this can happen, but I don't see it very often. Right. And I think another thing is if there are, there are miracles that happen around the globe, but when people get told about them and they don't see it for themselves, mm. there's naturally there's, they're skeptical about it. Yeah. Or they say, I just think you're right. Or, or I think you just, you're just saying this so you could write a book and make money. Right. You right. want to be in the glory. And I mean, we become so calloused and, you know, just, we try and explain everything away. Right. We're a very dualistic, scientific world. Seeing is believing, that type of thing. Yeah. Right? And sure. if you can prove it to me, then I'll believe it. Right. Or if they, you do see, it's like, well, it was a trick. Or yeah. it's a hoax of some sort. Or, yeah, you guys are- Explain it away. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I don't know. I think I think miracles do happen. And I think they oh, happen I know they do. very off, more often than we think. And I think they happen less in our country, in America, than they do anywhere else. Right. Because we are so cynical. And also think that we can do everything. Right. We're self-sufficient. We have, we have doctors. We have medical science. We everything have, can be explained. We can sure. explain it and fix it. Right. And if the doctors can't fix it, then, then nothing can happen. We're in like a third world country or something there. They don't necessarily have anything techno technological or scientific wise, or but they have they're open for the belief and they have their mind open, their heart open. Their faith is all they have, right? Sure. And so I think in third world countries, I think these things do happen more often. Yeah. In fact, I know they do. And I've seen God step in in ways that to me is a miracle in my life, but to somebody else, they they. They say, well, how do you say that's a miracle? And I say, because anytime I believe God intervenes in my life, it's a miracle. If he intervenes personally, he does something that I can't do for myself, that's a miracle. Right. And just to personalize it, you know, God forgiving us of our sins is a miracle. Yeah. I mean, you know, us being saved is a miracle. Yeah. And like that guy that got lowered from the roof. Right. He got saved first. That was a miracle. Because I know that what, mir what miracle thing counts to that guy more now? Him being <laughs> saved or him walking? Right? Because uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he yeah, one went is to... one is insignificant. He's and like, the other yeah, that's, one is like, that's old news, man. Yeah, I don't. Walking's not a big deal. Uh, me being saved from infinity? Yeah, that's yeah. that's a huge deal. I get to be with Jesus forever. Yeah, uh, try to beat that. Sitting around the throne of God and and worshiping Him and sitting in His presence and. Yeah, no more pain, no more sorrow, no more regret, no more anything. Yeah, salvation is a miracle. And so I think I think that that passage is key. A right. wicked and adulterous generation needs a sign. Yeah, give me something, then I'll believe you. Give me something, give me something. But he says, I want you to believe because I have so much more for you. Right. Sometimes he does step in. Sometimes it's not our time to go. Sometimes we need to do more here. Sometimes it's about others. I mean, I've known parents who should have died due to cancer, heart attacks, whatever. And they pulled through it beyond any explanation. No explanation other than it must not have been my time. And come to find out as they're talking to 
talking to other members of their family or down the road, they realized that if they'd have gone at that time, it would have started a catalyst of reactions in kids and family members that may have created a bitterness towards God. Sometimes it's not even about you. Right. And God knows that, hey, they need a little bit more time with this person before you can come home. You know, and I've certainly got on YouTube and searched for miracles and so forth and seen testimonies of people who sound 100% credible. And I would encourage you guys, if you're really looking for miracles out there, I, there's people out there that I totally believe there's stories that they've told on YouTube or other platforms. Yeah. Right? And it's it's just, you know, it's are, is your mind open? Is your heart open enough to believe that there's something bigger than yourself? That are are we a cosmic accident, the human race, mm. or is there actually God that's all powerful and then they create everything? Yeah. And if that's the case, does He have the power to do other things too? Right. But I think it boils down to is what is what is our heart's desire? Right. Is it to see power in miracles, or signs and wonders, or is it to truly know? who Jesus is. Right. Because if you know the heart of the disciples, I think if you read through that and you understand that the friendship and the, and the closeness and the intimacy that they had with Jesus, it wasn't about doing the miracles. Yeah, that was cool. I, right. I'd be like, yeah, that, that was awesome. But it was more about the relationship. That was more important. Right. And through that, other stuff started to happen. Well, then you get into... It goes down to the individual. What do they? What does the individual want? There's people out there that want that are open to these type of things and mm-hmm. say, "Yes, I'm looking for a relationship. Yes, I think there could be a possibility that God is real and He wants to have a relationship with me." Or there's the other ones that say, "No way. I'm not going to believe it, no matter what. Right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look for ways to prove that wrong or not believe in your little fairy tale that you believe in. Yeah, and continue on with my life and keep doing what I want to." Mm. I don't need God. God stay out of it. Yeah. I'm not submitting to anybody, anything, no way, no Yeah, how. and like we said, a lot of those people are in places like America. Yeah. And a lot of the other kind are open to that because they're like, we need hope. We need faith. We need a relationship. We're yeah. open to these things because yeah. we're not all consumed by the world. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So... I don't know. I guess, yeah, I totally 100% believe in miracles. I've seen them. I've right. got to be a part of it. I believe in miracles too. Uh, the, the magnitude of the Red Sea and the burning bush and other things like that <laughs> and feeding the 5,000. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far nowadays. But I think it's possible when we get closer to the end times that you might see some pretty crazy stuff. I Yeah, I second that. Right? Yeah. That, that'll that be an interesting time. Yeah. That's a different podcast. Yes, I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for our other season of In Times. <laughs> oh, yes, that's coming up. <laughs> but I, I challenge you as a listener, you know, I don't know where you would be sitting on this subject. Um, maybe you're cynical, maybe you're hoping, maybe you're praying uh, for a miracle. You know, never give up faith if you're praying for that miracle. God, God's timing is perfect. Sometimes our miracles don't come till we go to see him. Our perfect healing, that doesn't come until the other side. 
And that's been a hard one for me to swallow, especially after losing my mom a year ago. I bet. That's a hard one to swallow. Right. Uh, But I know that she's really enjoying herself. Yeah. She's in a good spot. That's for no doubt about that. And there's no more pain, no more tears. Right. Total healing. But um, if you're still wondering down here, I, I would challenge you to press into Jesus. Totally press in. Because the relationship with him and the hope that he gives and and the promise that is eternal life with him is the one miracle that, that trumps everything. It's the one miracle everyone not only needs to, has to experience. Yeah. And just like I said, when that man that was lowered through the roof was told, your sins are forgiven, the weight and the, and the joy and the peace that comes from that is bigger than anything I've ever experienced right. in my life. Absolutely. Oh, and by the way, you can get up and walk too. <laughs> and a side note yeah yeah that'll yeah. blow everybody's mind too thanks for joining us today we hope that you have been challenged to study God's word to find out what it says and to build on what you believe our heart is to help create a desire in you to draw closer to Jesus if you would like to contact us with questions or comments email us at Mike Matt Real Things at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform to stay in the know of what we are doing. Again, thanks for joining us today. May God bless you and keep you. See you next time.